0: You're listening to an indy production.
1: i not love news. It's
2: R-A-D-N-A-T-S. No! Just the good stuff,
1: baby. Are we live? We should be now, yes. Okay, no. Let's um, go. <laughs> gotta get that
0: in even though it's just still a holiday episode we still gotta get that in
1: just leaving a jingle the zeitgeist bell, like uh <laughs> what See, is I jingle was...
0: bells if not just a long okay let's go i d- i i don't know a lot of christmas songs are can be boiled down to okay let's go that's that's true
1: baby it's okay, jingle, jingle horse, pick up your feet
0: yeah sleigh ride jingle bells uh christmas if shoes it's cold
1: outside is the exact opposite though it's all about getting staying it, it ain't about going anywhere
0: yeah but they're okay, like, they're, they're like let's okay stay. let's 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 get with it okay let's go he's getting <laughs> impatient. Kind of yeah, let's go he's saying okay let's go um christmas shoes is okay let's go because the guy only buys the kid's shoes because he's impatient and in line um, <laughs> and you put them on and go so yeah and it's, it's like, the kid's like, okay, we got to get these shoes. Let's go. My mom's going to meet Jesus tonight. Um, <laughs> little she's, she's drummer boy. going to heaven.
1: <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> okay, mama's going to heaven. Yeah.
2: The, uh, <laughs> the the Christmas shoes. Okay, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Okay, let's go.
1: <laughs> uh,
0: this kid's paying is- in
2: pennies. <laughs> oh, shit.
0: There's a, <laughs> okay, let's go moment in uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. That's a big Okay, let's go meet Jesus. <laughs>
1: Frosty uh, the snowman. <laughs> yeah, so, Tsukurimi has
2: redeemed a Carl Weezer croissant while he's right, we're just kind of getting the uh, What's salt? Tis this croissant. Tis the season.
1: Can can we get a Vince Guaraldi trio? Christmas time is here,
2: is what All I'm right. saying. I think we should. Okay. All right, do we look at the lyrics or do we just do it by, I by think, heart?
1: Yeah, let's just do it by heart. One, two, three. Christmas, Christmas, Christmas time Christmas is here. Happy is it dear. And I'm a grown and surely brown. It's new because i
2: it's what a powerful song that everyone knows it. Everyone knows all the, all the melody by heart. No one knows past the first line, which is also the title of the song.
0: Which, you know, Aldling Zion syndrome. I think there.
2: I, I've never heard
0: that pronounced out loud. I'm glad you said it. It's in the song. What language is it? Irish. I think it's uh it's old English or it's Gaelic. No, it's old English. No one knows. <laughs> Old Alt Link Sean. B- forgot. That's going to be my post-Christmas Twitter display name.
2: Uh, welcome to episode 183, The Radish Podcast. An important episode for two reasons. Number one, it is the Christmas episode, technically. um, I didn't really feel like Christmas this year. And this episode's not really going to feel like a Christmas episode. So, <laughs> great. Um, we'll secondly, make it Secondly, this, this is the first podcast we've done since our four-year anniversary, I think.
0: What? Oh, it was December 1st, wasn't it?
2: We have not done a podcast since we've been officially doing the dang thing for four years. So, That's what do we do sad. for our fourth anniversary? What did you guys oh. bring me?
1: Uh, <laughs> All of the time that guy. we wasted over the years, we get it back.
0: Four I'm years. suddenly younger. We've had an entire presidential term of radish.
1: I thought we'd be making money by now, so maybe it's time to call yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I've spent more money on this podcast than i <laughs>
1: Honestly!
0: Well, to everyone who's been listening all these four years and supporting us and trying us out... Why? Why? We support you. Uh, not we... Thank no. You. We thank you. This is, uh... We support them. If I... I've gotten, uh... I think as far as I could tell, I've gotten uh, significantly less sappy over the past four years, but if I can have my one token sappy moment, uh, this podcast has meant, uh, will took his, <laughs> Taking
2: my headphones off for this. All right, go ahead
0: for uh, Christmas.
2: I'll listen to you.
0: Yeah, this is a, uh, this podcast has been a gift and a continuous, very good and positive project in my life. And I like keeping up with my friends this way. And I like sharing things with you two And everyone who listens, um, so yeah, long live Radish. It's great. Long kind of live in, Radish! Kind of in the same vein,
2: um, I do put the podcast in my Bumble bio. So it's been a great icebreaker over the past four years. And I really appreciate y'all for giving me that. Always. Um,
1: I haven't told anyone in my personal life about it. <laughs> I am still terrified to this day that someone at work is going to approach me to be like, <laughs> Radish. And I'm going to break out into a cold sweat. So I did, I, uh, trying to find my like Christmas playlist for
0: a uh, work Christmas party. I type my full name, Sean Barry into Spotify. First thing that comes up is radish. So make Perfect. sure no one does that on a uh, Spotify, Tyler. You should be okay.
2: Oh, yeah, I got to <laughs> take mine off. I'm trying to, I'm trying to scrub my last name from online. So employers can't find me. I want just one word like seal. Um, Wilf. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's a, it's a, it's a powerful, it's a powerful one. speaking of, I am will, uh, f merry christmas ham himself uh <laughs> i've was given the keys to the christmas episode so i'm driving the sleigh and joining me is some other
0: people uh this is sean rescue barry gentleman ah, uh, 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 pretty good um pretty good credit to producer Peyton. uh and oh that's it that's all i got i forgot we don't put anything else there
1: uh and i'm zingity zing tyler the italian christmas donkey
0: <laughs> Did
1: you see that's this? my I favorite thought. christmas song
2: I think it was in our Discord. The TikTok of the guy getting very upset about that song.
1: Oh, but the what's what? Wrong with the song, it's a hilarious song.
2: He was like an Italian person listening to it for the first
1: time, and he was like, <laughs> <laughs> "What is this?" <laughs> I'm an Irish person hearing this for the first time. What's what what it what? You have never listened to Dominic the Donkey. The Italian Christmas donkey. The Italian Christmas donkey. Ziggity zing, zing, zing. It don't zing. dominate the donkey. La, 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 la. Za, da, 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 No? I mean, now that I'm singing it, I could see why the Italian guy got pretty offended. But <laughs> it's it's a pretty good song. <laughs>
2: Sounds yeah, it's, like it's, the score it's, for it's, the pa- third It's man. basically Pasta Face. Pasta <laughs> <laughs> Face.
1: <laughs> <laughs> sorry gary <laughs> uh,
2: gary just called us out for being racist in the chat and uh, <laughs> sorry uh, for the guido sure. gary <laughs> um some good news this week i mean I'll, i mean tis the season lots of good news you know tidings and whatnot sure mm-hmm. um uh, if you're if you're considering buying your friends or loved ones uh, the hit MMORPG Final Fantasy XIV: RLV Reborn. now with the free trial, you get to level 60, including the critically acclaimed Heaven Sword expansion. Uh, you'll have to hold off on that for a little while because the game has become so popular that Square Enix has pulled it from retailers. Wow! Um, with the new Endwalker expansion, uh, the lines to get onto the servers can last hours. There are so many players concurrently that they cannot handle. Uh, and probably thanks to crypto uh, for <laughs> halting the server expansion. What does
1: crypto have but to do with this?
2: They can't oh. expand the servers because gotcha. there's not enough chips. Okay. It's always about crypto. But um, Square Enix has has halted digital sales and has told retailers to hold off for a couple of weeks. And they're going to credit everyone uh, who has a subscription uh, for these couple of weeks that we're missing with the long lines. is kind of amends kind of a, a for it. But... Of all the pro- that's gotta be like the best feeling as a game developer. Like our yeah. game is too popular, we have to stop selling it.
1: Yeah, I mean it just won the game award, whatever that's worth. Uh, but also, this game has been out for a while. I remember when this our Discord, we're talking about the history of Radish here. We've had this Discord for a few uh, years now. When we first got it, one of the channels was we were trying to get a group together to play Final Fantasy fourteen. And uh, we got we
2: got a couple for we got a, a little couple. while. It's, yeah,
1: now some stuff think- happened that kind of got into the way of life, but. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: I remember yeah. early 2020, we tried to get a Final Fantasy group together. Don't remember much what happened after that.
2: <laughs> and then it all went great. Um, <laughs> this game came out in 2010. This is an 11-year-old wow, game.
1: Wow, I didn't know it was that old.
2: Jesus. I believe it is 2010. Well, it had a terrible launch. Mm-hmm. It, had a, it had a launch terrible that was launch. so bad, they had to, they had to basically cyberpunk it, pull it from the shelves for a bad reason this time, mm-hmm. remake the game, and then put out a 2.0 version for free. Wow! And it's gone from this absolute failed state of a game to being so popular they they have to tell Walmart to stop selling copies of
1: it God, in the holiday season too. That's nuts.
0: So I know that's the. They're just like instead it was I misunderstood the headline. So it wasn't like a sale they had going on on the game. They just like pulled the game from like all retail. Yes, you Holy can't buy shit. the game right now.
2: Because there's so many people trying to get on the servers to play the new expansion that they, they they can't accommodate them. And like they don't want to put more fuel in that fire until they can address the people.
0: Has this ever happened before? I don't know.
1: This is nuts. I, I was about to say, you know what? Let me resell my PS4 version of this because it's probably way pumped up. But then I realized you have a one-time use code. And I learned that when I first got this game. Will, when we first got this channel in the Discord, Will's like, yeah, get Final Fantasy XIV. I'm like, oh, man, it's online used for $15. So I ordered oh, it. Tyler. Got it shipped in. And it was like you open it up. It's like, use this one-time code that someone's already used. <laughs> and they have you my $15. The I bought a box. <laughs> uh, Tyler, you got to try this it was cheeseburger McDonald's. For a while, too. Awesome,
0: I'll buy a used one. <laughs> oh, God, that is not the same. <laughs> and I got an a empty box that had no cheeseburger in it. It's a little bit the same.
1: It's the same. <laughs> Unless you can find me a multi-use cheeseburger. No, well you can't eat Final Fantasy 14 is what I'm trying to say. Well, yeah, I mean, the 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 <laughs> allure of it is that it's free up to level 60. Right. But I was like I, I was assuming to... I was like eat level 60. That's
2: There's no, yeah, there's it. no there's no time limit. It's Sean's a level stuff. limit.
1: <laughs> That's Sean's stuff, yeah.
2: You can play the whole base game and the critically acclaimed Heavensward expansion for free right now but I got um, all that
1: extra stuff for 15 bucks. So I was yeah,
2: like, I, the problem, the problem is that I used the free on my PS4. And then when I got it on PC, um, you can only use the free expansion on one device. Mm. So I'm still, I'm still That's below level game. 60, but I've been playing for it for years because <laughs> I can't, you can't un- undo that. Uh, yeah. Just, just, Oh God, good. Good for them. There's, as many like terrible developer things going on right now. The fact that the final fantasy 14 team, which is also making final fantasy 16,
0: uh, so 16 of them, fingers, they've been going almost crossed. as
1: long as Radish. It's crazy.
0: <laughs> they keep ta- calling themselves the- Final Fantasy. I don't know anymore. <laughs> <laughs> When's the final one gonna be?
2: <laughs> Sean just broke 2004 Newgrounds with that joke. <laughs>
1: <laughs> He's their god now. now. Yeah, yeah, that's you're,
0: where you're, I watched it, a lot of the, the Chocobo songs that I remember from the eighth grade. <laughs>
2: they're so good sean made that joke in an alternate 2004 in and in an alternate 2021 he's the leader of the alt right <laughs>
1: <laughs> you got a 30-minute comedy central stand-up special in 20, 2007 after that joke called triggered I tr- tosh 2.0 <laughs> still called it that if you dane cook opens for him
2: uh, um you guys want some more news or do you do want to keep talking yeah. about the critically acclaimed heaven's word expansion no no um uh, feral hogs back in the menu, boys. Hell yeah. Um, he was coming to us out of, uh, this is KFDM, Southeastern Texas. Uh, feral hogs. Uh, the best thing about this headline is it's prefaced by developing. Like it might, <laughs> some more stuff might happen. <laughs>
1: they haven't uh, talked about hogs
2: yet. Feral hogs take over Southeastern Texas neighborhood and cause quote, all sorts of problems <laughs> in a short period of time.
1: <laughs> all right. So I got to say that I side with the people in this story. When the first hog story came out, when the first hog story came out, I lived in Los Angeles. I was soft. (laughs) I didn't know what a feral hog even looked like. Now I live in the desert, literally right up against federally protected land. And they have these arroyos that come out for it, that all the uh, wildlife walks through. I've seen these things called javelinas, which are Arizona's feral hogs. And let me say, I've only seen them lumbering down the Arroyo, but if I ever come face-to-face with a uh, Javelina, I don't think I'd make it out alive. These things They're are scary. fucking scary. Those are and rough fast man. I think that I should buy a gun, is what I'm saying. <laughs> An assault rifle? <laughs> yes, it, I think that's what I need. I need something that could get through a tank, honestly, <laughs> to get through one of these things. It's, it's uh, worth
0: mentioning that uh, uh, the whole feral hog thing came about because someone responded to an anti-gun tweet that musician Jason Isbell made. And he said, what am I supposed <laughs> to do about the 30 to 50 feral hogs that run through my yard? And of course, Jason Isbell, on top of it as always, uh, I feel like I'm, I'm going to approach a Jason Isbell face, dude. Um, but someone shared the same. He's very shared, He's very good. He shared the same news. And he said, well, it's Texas, so clearly privately owned weapons haven't worked. <laughs> <laughs> which is the reason that someone gave him to own private assault rifles is uh, because of I, the Feral Hogs.
2: I've gone on to record as I love the Feral Hogs guy because he wasn't pro or anti-gun. He just wanted to know what to do about them hogs.
1: <laughs> like, what do I do? He wasn't,
0: he wasn't he's, making he's a statement. open to
1: another solution. He was just curious. Yeah, he was Jason, just please. Desperate for help. <laughs> I love uh, the 400 Gary, unit. Gary in the chat brought up a very funny story that came out recently. As feral Hogs took out Shakira and stole from her. That's In Spain. right. In Spain, So Spanish, Spanish
0: hogs. So, That's a different, so, yeah, <laughs> whole, whole different. They have a lisp. I can't I, I deal.
2: <laughs> this article, this article says we pulled the video up and we were shocked to see twenty-five to
0: thirty hogs. Can no one get a good estimate? No. Can, they, okay, you can, so you can pause a video and count them. No. Like something's working, so they've they've been able to bring it down. What, fifteen hogs? It's not bad. Yeah, th- 30 to 50, to 25 to 30, at and least That's at least a 50% 10. decrease. That guy's been busy. Yeah. <laughs> he just sees this uh, news and he's going, second wave approaching. And he's like, all right, I'm in.
2: Feral hogs uh, can can have five to six pigs per litter and two litters per year. So hey. they're, they're pumping out 12 pigs a year there. According to the Texas A&M AgriLife Extension, so the hog scientist, um, <laughs> the... the Please. Hog Hog population.
1: Hogobomist.
2: Hogobomist. (laughs) Scientist.
0: Look look at what Hogwild
2: says.
0: (laughs) Scientist.
2: The feral hog population in Texas is estimated to be 2.6 million. Hell yeah. Uh, They can be found found 99% in Texas and 1% in Manhattan.
0: (laughs) Dang. Where were the hogs Uh, during uh, the the 22nd, 1963? Where were they in Dallas?
2: (laughs) (laughs) On the grassy knoll.
0: That's what we saw. There were feral hogs. <laughs> uh,
2: I don't know what this news story because, like, it's a the, the article that the tweet links to is just a video, and it just shows like some pots that have been tipped over, and like it says they've destroyed the neighborhood, but it also goes on to say there has been no structural damage, just to landscaping. Okay, so like, they just they tore up the yard. Yeah, they just pushed over some some bushes. They got in the monkey grass. Like, what is? This? Well,
1: here's the thing. If I'm exiting my apartment and walking into my car to go to work, I see 25 to 30 feral hogs. I'm I'll going back about. into my apartment, and I am calling my boss. Like home day. <laughs> Just like, I don't know. I can't come in. There's at least 25 to 30, 25 to 30 feral, feral hogs. I don't have my assault rifle on me. I can't make it in today.
0: I, I watched I, this video. Does anyone else get the the fucking the theme from Raising Arizona in their head of just the the yodeling? I was thinking Bridge of the River Kwai, but that also <laughs> works.
2: <Da-da. Da-ba-da-da-da-da. laughs> Hi ho, maybe? Yeah, just filing in at a single file line.
1: No, the Elephant Walk song.
2: Ooh, little uh,
1: little
2: Henry Mancini in the chat rest in peace (laughs) you would have loved the feral
0: hogs (laughs) March of the feral hogs is just March of the elephant the baby elephant but it's just that 25 times laid on top of each other
2: You've uh, there was there was a javelinas kind of got their day in the sun like three, two years ago when that one was like just running through like an Arizona suburb.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> and
2: it was like the music played. Yeah. Putting, somebody put it to no children. And it's since been, <laughs> no one's ever topped
0: that. I was I was picturing nobody from Mitski. that. Yeah. Oh. oh, yeah. Or running up that hill. <laughs> Great shit.
2: When a, when, a, when a feral hog runs at, at car speed, any song <laughs> it's set to was funny. Lay all your love on me. Ah, <laughs> uh, cool. Uh, do we want to? Do we want to do a little little ad break here? For yeah. Show.
0: Before
2: yeah. We go to our shows and tells. Yeah. It's, an ad's like a show and tell. That's true. Yeah. What ad we run right. today? Probably just Best podcast again because they're. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see. Y'all record. We, we whatever. Put we'll put in. it on our show. Just advertise. We'll your put story. it on our show. If you're not on any Soros show and you have an ad, we'll play it. That's our new bet. Yeah, that's we'll play really, any if, ad you hey, send us.
0: If you happen to work for a startup mattress or you know comfort clothes company and you want an ad on a podcast, send it our way. We'll be happy an to talk Undergarment subscription. About it. Sports gambling. I think we're okay with that. Oh that seems to have been accepted everywhere for some reason. Are you guys getting all those sports betting commercials now? Arizona yeah. just legalized it. And it I is don't know nuts. Georgia legalized it, but I'm get I hear them all over the place. It seems to have been like okay, now it's okay. Mm-hmm.
2: I, I I can't abide sports game. I, I'm fine if you do it. Yeah. I, I there's no part of me that wants to do that because I'm never I'm never watching a football game and being like, wish I had something to lose here.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, like,
2: I wish I'm afraid I, afraid I could to, lose my livelihood in this game.
0: <laughs> I'm afraid of getting into sports gambling because I know. No, I know me, and no. I know how I get Sean, into things. Yeah, and I would be—I would turn into Howie from uh,
1: Uncut Gems. Very. You quickly. convinced the Discord to do fantasy baseball, and you just drafted Braves players. There is no way <laughs> you should get into sports betting.
2: <laughs> Sean's doing a five-way parlay. The Braves win every game this year.
1: <laughs> Braves going all man. If only I could go back
0: to myself in uh, April of this year and be like, "Hey, bet it." Braves going all the way. Would have been. I would have had tuned into That's the bl- switches by now. Let's plot back to the future, too. Yeah! <laughs> well, biffed myself. <laughs> uh, not on camera. Uh,
2: <laughs> not on camera. All right, here's an ad. Hello, everyone. My name is Griffin Reynolds.
1: And I'm BJ Guest.
2: And we are the hosts of The Best
0: Palcast.
1: It's a show where two best friends discuss video games, movies, TV, and everything in between, such as... The Marvel Cinematic Universe. Who would win in a fight? Samwise Gamgee? Pshh. Or Axel Foley, yes. (laughs) And we even have guests like Andrew Gebbia and Alex Melton. If this sounds like a rip-roaring good time to you, then swing on by. We have new episodes that drop every Wednesday. Every record live on twitch.tv slash thebestpodcast on Tuesdays at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time.
0: We hope to see you there.
1: Oh, here's the thing. What if,
2: for the Christmas season, I play our our best podcast ad, and I also just pull a random ad from online and play it? (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> I'll play, I'll play Evan's, Evan's sperm bank ad. No, <laughs> what? No, what was the... Oh, shoot, what was the ad that would always play if you're like, watch Spike TV, fall asleep, wake up at 4 a.m.? The, um... Girls Gone Wild. Uh, Girls Gone yeah, Wild, that, but then there's the other one. There's the, um... It was all with sex. the whistling song? Enzyte. Yeah. yeah. Enzyte, Enzyte was the... Enzyte.
2: Yes, it's, and great that... I don't remember, you know, how to do CPR,
0: but I remember that <laughs> commercial <I> guess, by... <laughs> I wanna I wanna be in the room with the person who's like, All right, what ads are we showing at two thirty? Well, that's when all the perverts are awake, so this is what we'll <laughs> show from here on out until four thirty in the morning.
2: I I remember being awake and just feeling like a criminal. <laughs> just,
0: like, oh, yeah, you, this just is what this is what people who are getting
2: out of jail see when they leave. <laughs>
0: you're up late and you're watching comedy central and they've got like the south park movie and it's not censored and they're showing all these ads and you're in the seventh grade and you're like i am committing so many sins all at once you're watching mxc at one in the morning it's like i should not be awake
2: all right here's here's whatever ad i just found online i hope it's a good one
1: (laughs)
0: I cannot live another day without air conditioning. Says
1: tomorrow's gonna be hotter. Hotter? Like yesterday.
0: Yesterday? Yesterday you said you'd call Sears. I'll call today. You call now.
1: I'll call now's the time to save on sears installed central air conditioning get zero percent finance charge no billing and no payments until august with the sears charge home improvement plan call now for a free in-home estimate on a kenmore air conditioning system state-of-the-art engineering means greater energy efficiency a new kenmore could save 10 to 44 percent on your annual cooling costs and save with sears
2: so what's the paper say about tomorrow another scorcher cool
1: who wants to go first? Um, oh, Sean's gone. Yeah, we lost Sean. Sorry. I My pods like- are dying. Oh, no. He can't hear us. <laughs> Quick. Say terrible things about him. No, wait. Wait till he puts his ear- earpods back in for that. Uh, I, can yeah, okay. I can go first. Yeah, okay. I will go first while Sean's... Right, Sean's not
2: going to hear it, but we'll yeah. talk about... We'll talk about uh, anime
1: can games. Can you hear me? No. Well, it's, it's a Christmas-themed show-and-tell here. Um, okay. For, for the holidays... Um, I wanted to talk about something that I've really been enjoying lately, and that's Shin Megami Tensei V. Uh, Reason for the season. Yeah, Reason for the Season. I mean, let, let me tell you. It's about a teenager who somehow somehow jumps from modern-day Tokyo to post-apocalyptic future where humanity is wiped out, and all that's left is rubble, and the lands are, lands are populated by horrific demons. No more humans, just demons. Uh, the first thing that happens to the protagonist in this new world is you meld with a god, with a literal god, and you become this creature... That is known as a Nahobino, which is a human god hybrid. You know who else is a Nahobino? Jesus Christ.
2: <laughs> I knew it was coming.
1: Yeah. This so is. that's this is how it's this is Christmas themed. Um, it's about it's it's a deity's birth. Oh, yeah, it's about a deity's birth. Um, both Jesus and the protagonist, uh, both being Nahobinos, they have great heads of hair, beautiful luscious locks that um, just glisten as as they run. Um, At least that's what I heard from the Bible, but um, This game's made by Atlas who's done four more of these Shin Megami Tensei games, and they've also done five persona games um, If you're unfamiliar with who Atlas is Uh, Shin Megami Tensei 5 is a JRPG uh, Turn-based strategy game you have the sick energy hand blade as the protagonist but you can also add demons to your team to fight other demons and you do this through a means of bargaining in mid-battle. And this is what really what won me over, because the writers of this game, as well as the localization team, uh, did such a fantastic job seeing clips, just go watch clips of, of Shin Megami Tensei V, of of um, battling demons and trying to recruit them and stuff, because they are the funniest, like, sort of situations that you get yourself into, because the bargaining is just so ridiculous. It's like you go and talk to a demon, he's like, hey, fuck you! And you're like, whoa! And then he's like, "Yeah, give me half your health." And you're like, "Okay, here's half my health." And they're like, "Oh no, no, no! Fuck you! We're still gonna fight you." Like it's 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 like a like a rated M Pokemon almost. Um, I'm it's, I'm having it's, a good time. Was that goth Pokemon? It's goth yeah, Pokemon. It's, it's like goth Pokemon, um, as well as a lot of you know Christianity Christmas type stuff. Um, yeah, of course, I, I, lots it, of Yuletide. Yeah, I'm I'm eight hours into this game, and I feel like I have not even broken like five percent completion. It is just like a lot of other Atlas games. It is, uh, it is tough, and I'm playing in casual mode. It's still tough. You got, you got to grind a lot. You really got to put the work in to level your team. Uh, But it's very rewarding. The bosses are relentless. They, you know, it's not an easy win anytime. But uh, that's what makes it fun. So check out Shin Megami Tensei V. It's the reason of the season, and It, uh, it, it it does have Jack Frost in it. Jack Frost is in that game. That's right, That's
2: a famous right. Christmas character, as Gary has indirectly pointed out. <laughs> he ho indeed. He ho. <laughs> uh, I'm jealous. I have not played this game. I'm working through Xenoblade Two right now. Nice. Which I don't know if I have show and tell or just talked about it a little bit. I feel like um, it's about a massive it. game. I talk. I don't know if I properly properly show and tell it, but I think it's quickly becoming my favorite. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite Switch games. Nice. Um. We'll, we'll get- I don't want to start a second JRPG
1: and top of it. That's of fine. That's fine. It right Fair. Now. When I finish it, I will play it. I'm very excited too. Shin, Shin Megami Tensei five is very dense. A lot of, a lot of stuff you got to pay attention to and, and stuff like, that. I mean, you're becoming a God, you're deciding what the world's going to be after it ended. Um, so are you going to play nocturne afterwards? I don't think so. I don't think okay. that's I, that I, was like know, a
2: I'm, point of interest for you of, of checking that out or you can, you can always emulate it as
1: well. That's true. It's, I mean, I feel like story. I'm playing the better version of that game. I yeah, feel exactly, like stepping yeah. down. It's like, ah, uh, this Shin Megami Tensei Five is is already a commitment. So
2: I played about I played about twenty hours of Nocturne, maybe eighteen. Wow! And I just got to the point where I was
1: like, I think I've I think I've seen most of this game. Sure. <laughs> I, I might hop like, over to Persona Five after this because oh, always been a, a long choice. time. <laughs> always a good choice.
2: Uh, uh, uh Gary, like I 4
1: or 5. I have never played any of the Persona games. When I first got a PlayStation Four, Will was like Persona Five. Got to get it. I got it. Got it's the it. best game. I've I played. I played 15 minutes of it, put it away, and played Assassin's Creed Origins. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I, I need to get Wolver back to Christmas.
0: 5 that Tyler has.
1: Yeah, you have.
0: Yeah. Sean wow. passed the
1: first arc. Wow. Yeah. Good for you, Sean.
0: And then I, I, my whole party got killed, and I was like, I can't go back. They won't let me. <laughs> <laughs> that is not how that's how games work. <laughs> it's,
2: Sean's, Sean's doing a nuzlocke run of Persona Five.
0: <laughs> I got an F, and I was like, I felt. Oh,
2: Ryuji run. died. I have to release him. <laughs> uh, yeah, Persona Four is on PC. Hopefully, it's on Switch soon, mm-hmm. with the uh, Persona Four fighting game coming to Switch.
1: That's
2: right. Uh, which is
0: great too. Here's hope. Um, uh, I've got a I've got a question. one. You want to tell it's... us about this? It's it's purely off the cuff, uh, but it's one of the best movies I've seen all year. Oscar season's coming up, so you know.
1: Uh I always love it when Oscar comes around.
0: Oh my god. Award season, it's it's gonna be the best. This year has had some extremely heavy hitters, and this movie hey. may have just moved to my top my my number three
1: slot. The best awards show is coming next week. Everybody's gotta be ready for that. What oh that? The baby, the Raddies. The Raddies. It's coming back. Oh, that's ours. It's the, yeah, it's the freakiest freak. The freakiest freak of twenty twenty one. Sephiroth again (laughs) three years
0: in the running so uh today uh i've got you know as usual my salt around my chair we're safe we've got a netflix movie out um so you can you should absolutely go watch it it is what a cool two hours and it it is just a very tranquil peaceful but somewhat challenging watch no thanks (laughs) <laughs> um and i'm talking about the new jane campion movie the power of the dog starring uh benedict cumberbatch kirsten dunst mm. cody smith McPhee, and a young santa claus uh jesse Uh ah. that's how I'm, I'm, I'm bringing it to christmas uh this is it's a western
1: <laughs> that's the link
0: <laughs> yeah that's the that's the link it's that jesse
1: it. Plemons looks like santa claus younger. he could
0: be he could very easily be a young santa claus
1: um I body type it. and all
0: Let's uh, cookies. It's all the cookies, but it is a, it's a Western takes place in Montana. Um, it is exploring. It's a it's excellent character study. I, I don't know if I can do it justice in a single show and tell. I just, it is very worth a watch of just drama and spending time with these characters. And the acting is extremely good. Everything in the movie is, it breaks the rule about showing and not telling where it doesn't show you things. And every, a lot of like the big moments are implied, but it does that so well that you leave the movie consistently just thinking about the movie. Um, It is a, it is such an experience and I, I really enjoyed it. Um, This is, it's a dark horse for a movie of the year. Um, Like I said, right now,
1: I think I've got it in my number three slot. But it is a it is a treat. Can you describe a little bit what the plot is? Because I was yes. having a hard time understanding from the trailer. It seemed like it's Benedict Cumberbatch trying to ruin a relationship or something, right? And then also something about a dog. And I was like, oh man, Benedict Cumberbatch going to kill the dog. Or or in such. Such. So Benedict Cumberbatch,
0: he plays Phil Burbank. He's a uh, a rancher. Um, he has a brother, kind of a misfit brother, played by Jesse Plemons, um, who does not really fit the Western like rancher lifestyle. Whereas um, Phil absolutely does. And it's him kind of grappling with his brother falling in love with this widow. And like this widow played by Kirsten Dunst has a grown son played by Cody Smith McPhee. And it's their, their families kind of coming together Mm. Um, and just learning to be and live with each other and in the way that you do in 1920s montana that was another refreshing thing is that like going into a western i was like oh man this is gonna be in like the early 1800s or late you know post-civil war true grit but this is <laughs> yeah exactly expected true good but it takes place in the 1920s so it's like you know you're fairly up and up on like you know what's going on and it's, it's only great. 100 years ago it's only 100 yep. years ago flight, um, had been invented. <laughs> flight had been invented but it is a uh the acting, as you know, you can tell by the cast, it's it's fantastic. The story is very gripping. Um there's just a lot of really just really good moments of just you realizing what's happening and the implications of
1: everything and it's 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 solid. Um how, it's, it's, how is the setting? Like how is how's the backdrop of Montana? Oh my god, it's, it's because- gorgeous. For some reason, I've had this morbid just thought in the back of my head for half the year now of when I'm done living in Arizona, I'm going to move out into the wilderness of Montana. Tyler, it's exchange- this, this this movie world. will cement that
0: idea <laughs> into your head. It is. It's an absolutely beautiful movie. It, it could not have been shot better. Um, it's it's fantastic. And, you know, to I, I know the word dog is in the title. No dogs are harmed in this movie. So you can, oh, good. You can rest
1: assured. Um it is. It is just. It is incredible I, filmmaking. If if a dog dies in a film, I walk out. I walked out of All Dogs Go to Heaven. <laughs> that was the very beginning. <laughs> yeah, I know. I don't know what that movie <laughs> the first was about. Thing that happens.
0: <laughs> I know.
2: Um, I walked out of the end of Cats because one of the cats gets the evangelical choice. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the, the, the thing about that is, is it's implied the cats are begging to, heaven, to die, and we know all cats go to hell, so it was unrealistic. Yeah.
2: Well, except the Jellicoe choice who goes to God knows what
1: <laughs> purgatory
2: uh. yeah it exists in cat cat stasis
1: <laughs> in the they call it uh uh what's the box the um litter box? litter box yeah. no the box where the cat is it's neither alive or dead
0: oh Schrodinger Schrodinger's cat
1: Schrodinger's cat, cat. yeah that's yeah. the Jellicoe lair it's that box
0: yeah um yeah it's it's on netflix jennifer hudson's neither alive or dead (laughs) (laughs) um yeah just it's give it a watch it will be all over the place it got nominated for best drama for golden globes it was uh, undoubtedly going to get best picture nominated um please give like do yourself a favor give it a watch have a nice evening it's you'll be surprised at how much you enjoy it
2: I, i i love a western I will check this out. That's my surprising character trait is my love of Western films.
0: <laughs> Western films, especially modern day Western films often fucking rip session. Isn't a Jesse James. Still one of my all time favorites. I used, I used true
2: grit as the example earlier. That's probably one of the best movies. To, it's one of, one of the only remakes to surpass the original. I would
1: say. Yeah. The, the
0: Coen brothers so understand a Western movie better than and I think many other American directors.
1: And true grit has Haley Steinfeld pre Hawkeye. Crazy. Great, great. That's, yeah, that's her breakout role.
0: That's <laughs> her breakout role. She won an Oscar for that, I'm pretty sure.
1: Then she went into music.
0: Do you all remember when like casting directors came by our high school looking to like They for had True like Grit. open casting for True Grit for the role yeah. that Haley Steinfeld got. Yep. So I, I could did. have gotten that. You could yeah. have gotten No, that.
1: there there was there was a girl in our program who said that it was her and Haley Steinfeld. Sure, okay. I'm sure it was.
2: Uh, Sean, you've sold me on this movie more than Netflix has, which I think Netflix should give us some of that money, mainly because I haven't oh, seen a sure. single trailer for this movie.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> Netflix is still trying to push Cowboy Bebop on me, so... <laughs> so uh, R.I.P.
0: Um, Don't Cowboy Bebop.
2: It really is. <laughs> it's, um this is really Christmas themed. I went to Orlando last week and got to see what Christmas is like in, in Disney world and universal, wow. uh, which is to say it's pretty much the same as normal Disney world, but they blow fake uh, snow. They call it snope, which is a snow soap out of a big Christmas tree. It looks like it's snowing and I got some in my open eye and boy, <laughs> that is not like snow. <laughs> that is, that will ruin your walk down Main Street mainstream. soap bubble in your open cornea. Um,
0: that's surprising because no, no, I really charming. thought I think, I think oh sorry. Oh, go ahead. Well, I thought Snope was going to be a bigger threat when I was first introduced to me, but when you know, you get used to it, like it's not that bad and then you come on like you know, by the you know, the third half of the day, you're like, "Oh, Snope wasn't even a huge deal at all. I didn't have to care about Snope at, at all. Snope big deal." Yes. Um It's fun. It's fun.
2: Uh Disney hasn't really added a whole lot. They added Kite Tales, which is the disaster TikTok kite show where they get a jet ski, and put a kite that looks like Baloo behind it and do donuts through the Animal Kingdom Lake. It rules. I try to sit as close to the landing zone as possible, hoping I could get hit by the Baloo kite and get free tickets. <laughs> um, Got stuck in the Baloo kite. Uh, they did land the King Louis one next to me, and as it Whoa. was coming in, I looked at to see King Louis coming in, and I was like, "This is the most incredible thing I've ever seen."
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: the, the last thing you see before you
1: die, uh, King was Louis great. flying in.
2: Uh, <laughs> that was fun. They had these like winter winter themed animal puppets that they had like these big like elaborate puppets that was there were like a polar bear or like an arctic fox or like a baby seal. And they were like walking around because like they can't do a whole lot of like for budget reasons like I'm like a new roller coaster this year, but they could do these puppets that were pretty fun and that was neat. Uh, so Disney Disney is very charming at the Christmas time. If you have a chance to go, uh, maybe go during the off season. It's not that great, but it was it was very nice. Uh, Universal pretty much looked like Universal, but they played like Santa Tell Me by by that Ariana Grande. Oh. Yeah. It's a Christmas yeah, classic. B- banger. <laughs> uh, it's funny because the Disney World plays like Christmas Disney songs. And of Universal course. plays like <laughs> licensed Christmas songs. And Six Flags, uh, you can buy meth. <laughs>
0: um, <laughs> just remember the series of uh, Snapchats. that, ty- like what, 2014, 2013, Tyler would send me. Good years. Playing Santa, tell, Santa me, tell Me. And just like the, he had the inflatable snowman in just different positions <laughs> and just zooming in. What a treat that was. Oh, man, Tyler. (laughs) I used to be so cool. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
2: You know, universal, a little little less themed, like the Harry Potter section had snow on it, but I don't know if it always does. I I think it always does. We
0: never saw Hogsmeade outside of snow. Also,
2: Harry Potter section, like, I'm a little, I don't know. I'm not as impressed (gasps) by the notion of, the notion of, we've, we recreated the set from a movie we made. It's like, yeah, I would imagine you probably just kept the blueprints and just made it again. <laughs> like, yeah, you, you made Diagon Alley in 2001. Like, Right. I imagine you just kept the design right. <laughs> and built it slightly larger. Uh, it was neat, I guess, but it's, it's mainly just a way for you to buy a $60 wand. Uh, none you... of the Harry Potter rides were... I did not, um, oddly enough. I did not give Harry Potter They have the new $60. roller coaster there,
1: the Excel coaster. That looks super sick. Did you ride that? Veloc- that was that was the the
2: Velocicoaster. Velocicoaster. I did that one five times. Nice. That was
1: five times? Yeah,
2: I couldn't see straight. Uh, my sister kept, I got to get back on it. Um, what was it like? Was it good? It was really good. No, it was terrible. I it was really fun. <laughs> uh, yeah, look up a video of that. It's it's hard to do it justice, but insane. it goes faster than you thought you could go. Um, it's insanely fast, and at every point of the ride, I thought I was going to fall into the lake because uh, there's no shoulder strap. It's just a lap bar, baby. Holy shit. Nice. It goes upside down a lot. I would say there's one part where it goes upside down for about two seconds. Just <laughs> um, and then there's a new Hagrid ride. which is Hagrid was kind of the only good Harry Potter ride, if I uh, don't want to get the stands after me. <laughs> uh, but you're sitting on a motorbike, which like I, I could care less about the Harry Potter stuff. If you're on a motorbike on a roller coaster, it's awesome. Um, I wanted to ride that ride. It's pretty fun. It's hard to get in. Uh, what I really want to talk about is the ET ride. Oh boy! Because so I have known I've never been to Universal before. What? My first time. at Universal. Whoa! I've been to Islands of Adventure as a kid. I never went to Universal. Okay. Uh, I don't think I'm going to go back. Uh, oh, <laughs> was, I would love to
0: go back. No, we we need to go back because I would I would love to.
2: There's this. nothing there. They so got the mummy there. There's a Jimmy Fallon ride there, Sean. It's well, a Jimmy it won't Fallon be there ride. Long. Yes, it's next to the Despicable Me ride. They're all simulators, and they're all Shrek okay. used to be there.
1: Shrek was a good one. Shrek's still there. Oh, Shrek's still there.
2: Good, but like I don't know. The Mummy's the Mummy's mid. Mummy's it's, not. It's got mid. The Mummy's absolutely mid. The Mummy is a little beefier than Space Mountain, but not as fun as Rock and Roll. And mummy is
0: gassing. You know, loved the Mummy. Mummy's
2: the Mummy's not good if you're
0: over thirteen.
2: Uh, Damn. But Damn. the E.T. ride, I'm fascinated with. Because this, this, I've never done this before. This ride opens with with Steven Spielberg as himself, going, "We don't have much time. <laughs> ET needs our help. His best friend, his best friend Botanicus, is in danger." And immediately, I'm like, "This is not in the movie." There is one source material for ET, and it's the movie ET. And Botanicus is no part of this. No. The ET ride is you go through what I can only describe as like truck stop mannequins of cops and park rangers after you. And it, then you, it's like, it's, it's, it's like, it's like we have the Peter Pan ride at home um, and then you go over Damn. a model of the city, uh, which I, I didn't go over the model of the city. I sat on the right side of the car. So I went over at the fire escape. <laughs> There's no, I don't know why the car doesn't go over the center of the city. <laughs> if you're, if you're on the left side of the car, you get to look at the city. I was on the right. There was an exit sign
1: next to me. Hey, um, in case of danger, you were the best prepared.
2: And then, and then you go into the Steven Spielberg fan fiction zone, which is all of these new aliens who all speak fluent English. Which, like, a big part of ET is that he doesn't speak English. No, presumably because he's from space. Yeah, everyone on his home planet speaks English. ET is just a moron. And he's just <laughs> so fluent. He's just dumb. Yeah. Um, he's got a best friend named, he's got a teacher named Botanic. He's got a best friend named Teekly. There's also two other new aliens named Magdal and Orbidon. I looked all of this up because I'm fascinated by the ET ride lore. Um, none of which is in the movie. None of which is all, <laughs> all original. Does
0: ET have like a non ET name? Because he was named. They call him ET. <laughs> they call him ET. <laughs>
2: His best friends are Botanicus and Orbidon. And they're like, E.T., you're back. And I'm, E.T. lives in a water park also. He lives in basically a water park planet full of like three original characters that Steven sick. Spielberg made up in an absinthe nightmare. And then a bunch of small E.T. plushes that they've lined the, the water park planet with. Oh my God. Uh, so apparently E.T. is just massive because the other E.T.s are very small. Uh, they,
1: all, they all spawned from him. He and reproduces then
0: at the my end, gross. He,
2: he might. I think. I think that's part of it. I think ET is asexual because uh, there is. I found out there is a book tie-in to the ride, which I uh. will hunt down. Um, and then at the end, E.T. says your name. Uh, there's a teenager who was frantically saying first name, first name, first name, first name to everyone getting on the ride. And they got to our car. And I was like, oh, well, at least E.T.'s going to say my name. And he got every name in the car wrong. He was off by a full car. <laughs> that poor teenager is typing in names as fast as he can. And none of them are going through.
1: Uh, <laughs> Did you give your real name? Toot. Your government I, name? I said, oh, I, no, no, I said, I said Jeff. <laughs> Jeff? Oh, why said Jeff. You got to get a little more creative. Do you have a fake name, Sean? What Did am I to give out when people?
0: Well, here's the thing. No, I don't have a fake name that, to give out with people. Um, but one of my all-time favorite TikToks is uh just <laughs> someone riding the ET ride. And I guess they got the whole car to have uh, everyone's oh, name is yes. Tony. <laughs> and so so you just hear, "Goodbye, Tony, 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 <laughs> Tony." So if I go on the ET ride, I'm going to give my name as Tony. No. Oh, that's Jeff is. Here's awesome. the thing though. If you if you look mm-hmm. up the list of rides at Universal, you will be
2: like, "Oh, it's nothing." Like all, all it's there. There's a Fast and the Furious ride where that sucks. The you Simpsons sit, ride's good. You sit, it's it was good at one point, I'm sure, Uh-oh. but the film has degraded to the point where you can't tell the 3D effect. Oh no! And it makes you violently ill oh, because no. you're looking at two two of the Simpsons. It's just it needs <gasps> uh- a code. It needs something, like the new Harry Potter. Like the Harry Potter bank ride was like. I didn't know what it was. I was like, "Oh, this is gonna rule!" It's like a roller coaster on a bank, I guess. <laughs> and it was, it was not good. It was like half dark ride. And they've made, they've made what's his face, uh, the the one Weasley brother that's famous, Bill, what's Donald his, Gleason. Yes, Donald Gleason is the main character, everyone's favorite Harry Potter character, Donald Gleason. <laughs> it was, uh, it's just, it's weird. It's uh, Islands of Adventure slaps a lot of fun. Universal, what are they
0: doing? <laughs> Damn.
2: ET and Men in Black are worth it. I was going to say, ET is like the
0: last remaining original Universal Studios ride, isn't it? It's because
2: Steven Spielberg has in his contract, if they take that ride out, he will not make a Universal film. Holy shit. Steven Spielberg, the ET ride is his passion. He wrote an original story for it, which no one understands. And he said, if you take it out of the park, even though it's a hundred years old and sucks butt,
0: (laughs) I will I will leave the studio. I hope three generations from now our great great grandchildren are having the same conversation about fucking Avatar and James Cameron.
2: (laughs) That that ride also, like the the, it's just like any any ride with screens goes downhill after two years Mm -hmm. because you gotta replace the film.
0: No idea. Because I didn't even think you can't, about it. You
2: can't, you can't show a movie that many times a day and expect the, the effect to hold up. Like you have to have like a new... Yeah.
0: Sure enough. Well,
2: It's, I, it's just too many times to watch it. Whatever I do... mostly screens.
0: ...to encourage you on your E.T. The Ride lore journey, Will, let me know.
2: I I'm going to find more. the book and read it. Yeah. <laughs> I listen to... I'll talk about this later. I listen to podcasts, The Ride, and one of them is a... Uh, one of them has read the E.T. book and said it's just terrible, but I'm going <laughs> to I'm going to read that uh, real quick. Uh, I think Paramount Plus is getting into the kind of Lifetime movie game and putting out their own. What are What's they, what they are doing? A, they're just putting out all these like, you know, a Christmas kiss uh. movies and more and more. uh Production houses are putting out their own kind of kind of knockoff. We have Hallmark at home. Single online, I guess because right. they realized, yeah, they cost $4 to make, and they make more than $4, so it's pure profit. Yeah. Um, how do we get a slice of this money? Because they can't be hard. They can't be hard to write or make or star in. Because Kirk Cameron's in them. <laughs> <laughs> so how, how do we... I, I love a good scheme. I love devoting the end of our show here to a good scheme. Oh yeah! How do we how do we get a slice of that Hallmark money? How do we pitch our how do we pitch our very radish Christmas? You mm. get, get two thousand dollars.
0: Christmas because shoes too. Nah, it's an ordinary Christmas. Christmas.
2: <laughs> Christmas shoes too. The search for Spock. <laughs>
1: <laughs> They're jet shoes. She could fly all the way to heaven. <laughs>
2: The kid has the kid has to fly to heaven and find her.
1: <laughs>
2: uh, you, got, you got anything?
1: Uh, just like movie
2: ideas or? Or just like how do we pitch one? Because Sean had a very creative one. Sure. But I was thinking today, and I think the key is to just to not be creative. Oh, I sure. think we have to go. We have to say, hey... This is a movie about Sean who moves to his whole hometown to yep. open a candle store yep. and his high school sweetheart is recently divorced and is there too. Yep. I think the key to getting a Hallmark movie is just to pitch the same movie.
1: That's something it a is. nightmare There's, personally. It's No one wants to live in a lifetime. Anymore. It's going to be on Shutter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like it's, it's definitely an ad libs or mad libs sort of yeah. situation where it's, you know, three podcasters. With, with a dementia patient. Start a farm. <laughs>
0: Yeah, is there, hold on, has there been a Lifetime Christmas podcast movie yet of just, like, there (laughs) (laughs) there has, there's a podcast cast who's, who's, uh, real reluctant on celebrating Christmas with their family, but they go back and all of their family goes, what are you doing nowadays? And they go, uh, and, (laughs) but they, (laughs) they still are able to find love of someone who's like, oh yeah, I'll listen to it. And they listen to two episodes or so, and they're like, oh, it's funny. And then they get married. <laughs> um.
2: Yes, there is a 2020 last year. Where did this come out on? Oh, Melissa Joan
0: Hart was in this one. Oh my God, good for her. And Ed Begley Jr. <laughs> did I see this one? <laughs> I forgot I, you watch so familiar. I forgot you watch every movie Ed Begley Jr. is in. <laughs> I do. Uh, I he's I I subscribe
2: to Ed Begley Plus. Uh, it's on Prime Video. <laughs> I don't know who made this. What is it called? It's called Deer. It's called Dear Christmas. It is uh, a movie that has Jason Priestley and Melissa Joan Hart. They're in everything. Where she hosts a podcast based on love, but she isn't so expert at finding it herself Ugh. until Chris Massey enters her life to shake things up. Not to mention his name. His name is Chris Massey.
0: Um, <laughs> oh, fuck it's a you. M- <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: I feel like Drew Gooden did a video on this. That's where I know it from.
0: All right. So, in um, our in our movie, the podcast is instead called Call Me Santa.
2: And Call Her Santa. Call Her <laughs> Santa.
1: Uh, this is
0: a lifetime movie. This is not a uh, Hallmark.
1: Gotcha. Lifetime COG, thing. good for them. I guess I've been watching lifetime, lifetime First.
0: movies this whole time cuz I like if I see Christmas movies on, I'll throw them on just to get a sense. And they're, they're shot in such a certain way.
2: It's weird. Okay. Here's a screen. I, I, I had Mandela effect of or, or Lifetime and Hallmark two different channels. They are yes. Um, I looked it up, uh, Lifetime versus Hallmark, looking for the fighting game, and huh. um, what I got was a screenwriter article called Seven Reasons Why Lifetime Christmas Movies Are the Best." Oh. And seven reasons why Hallmarks are. Oh. So this person has no opinion, and this was updated a day ago, so this is recent. <laughs> can we can we hear uh, the
1: seven reasons for both?
2: Yeah, I'll read them out right now. <laughs> this is an article <laughs> 14 by fourteen reasons Katarina. why. Katarina. <laughs> katarina daly uh thank you for into the podcast uh she's updated updated on december 15th 2020 that was yesterday um apparently stands have come after her so she had to update the list Good. uh lifetime movies are best because the lifetime characters get together faster
1: uh, ah.
2: lifetime tends to focus on younger characters ah. lifetime is more modern and self-aware
0: yeah i see that
2: lifetime has a rotating cast of characters.
1: Oh. I love that. I love that.
2: Lifetime has 90s and aughts nostalgia.
1: Okay. Mm. North Face jackets.
2: You get, you get your cast of One Tree Hill. <laughs> Lifetime is more openly inclusive.
0: Okay, good. good
2: for them. Yeah. <laughs> Hallmark is
0: Hall- like
1: <laughs> Yeah, I hate the implications that this is putting on poor Hallmark. Hallmark is bigoted and every <laughs> movie takes place straight in up racist <laughs> I, I'm just
0: uh, every this time each year I grow more baffled because I cannot think of another there's not a single other commercial store that has its own TV channel and the for some reason Hallmark Spencer's got one. Spencer's <laughs> big dog thank God Spencer's one. does not have a TV channel <laughs> Spencer's plus <laughs> good I, I feel like it Play a
1: lot of Rick
0: yeah, they are Watching crank yankers. It'd be crank yankers, oh, Rick
1: and Morty, Spencer's. and softcore and cash cab during the day.
2: <laughs> Lifetime is not afraid to try new things. Oh. Because they had the first mainstream gay Christmas movie. I, I submit that all Christmas movies are gay. But <laughs> uh a little middle school humor. I'm sorry, I, don't, I don't actually think that's great. Um c- good on Lifetime. Um Hallmark movies are the best because Hallmark has the Miracles of Christmas-themed lineup.
0: Okay, that's nothing to Which is a,
2: <laughs> it's a, it's a series of movies about the Miracles of Christmas. Hallmark Christmas movies almost always end with a romantic gesture. Every Hallmark Christmas movie ends with Kristen Chenoweth kissing the camera lens. <laughs> they try and get her to stop. Hallmark is cheesy and proud.
1: <laughs> that is the same thing as self-aware.
0: Yeah.
2: No. no. Self-aware is like, oh, look at this guy. Hallmark's like, we're
0: this guy. Uh, <laughs> That's uh, true, yeah. Okay.
2: Hallmark have familiar leading faces and they've pic- posted a picture of a woman who I have no idea who this is. They have actresses like Lacey Chabert, I know. Candace Cameron Burr, Danica McKellar, and Alicia Witt. Don't know. she's a, uh, a Hallmark detective. <laughs> she's, she's the lead. Um, Hallmark has the 70s and 80s nostalgia, so they skew a little higher. Okay, little it's for only 90s kids watch Lifetime. Yeah, <laughs> Boomer Hallmark Channel, You're old and boring. Hallmark, and racist. You watch Hallmark. Hallmark relies on romance, which I feel like we've hit upon multiple times in this. <laughs> yeah.
0: That's the thing is that why do all these movies have to like concern romance? Why can't it just be like, I don't know, I found the Christmas spirit in my family or friends or whatever? It's always like. Not enough
1: stakes. People's hearts want, have to be on the line. Yeah.
0: Give them the stakes. <laughs> Give
1: them the stakes.
2: Give me... I, I want to... I wanna, my my representation in a Christmas movie would be like, people are trying to get the main character to go on dates, and he's just like, back off, I have a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I got a new Gunpla this week. What <laughs> I want... Just
0: let me do this. Is, this is what I would pitch to Lifetime. It's like, okay, great. I would pick any given Lifetime Christmas movie property. And I was like, okay, fantastic. They're great. Give me July in three years. That's what I want to see this couple. I want to see what's going on there. Uh, might end up making another Blue Valentine, but totally fine. Whatever. I Does Hallmark and Lifetime make movies for all the seasons? No. I want to see a Hallmark
2: July 4th. I want to see their take on Jaws.
0: <laughs> Lifetime is just they've been able to churn out enough movies so that it is all that they show in December. And it is a remarkable feat. And all the movies look the same. I don't know who these actors are, but I'm glad they're getting work. It is, it is absolutely remarkable. And I've like thrown on lifetime a couple times in the past couple weeks, just to just witness what they're doing. Um, well,
2: lifetime has to do other movies because I'm looking at their, their list of their, the list of lifetime films here. And they did the end of Nicole Smith. Story that's true. Lifetime does year round. they, they tied into movies. Christmas.
0: <laughs> they do. <Okay. laughs> they do like year round. Like my daughter dated a, a catfish a high school catfish or like my seven pregnant that daughters sounds awesome. or like you know like several like murder mysteries um lifetime did liz and dick the Lindsay lohan elizabeth taylor movie that they did that was, yeah, yeah, yeah. The hell, i remember that one um so lifetime does a lot but i don't know where they get this money from but they they're able to produce all these movies
2: oh i am this is a, we're going to do a whole episode on the lifetime movies. We're all going to have to watch one and show and tell it because I'm looking at the list of movies. There's a movie called mother. May I sleep with danger starring Tori spelling and James Franco.
0: Absolutely. I feel like that's a fake.
2: one. There's it a, it's a thriller. It's a real one. No, I feel like with the president's daughter is not a lifetime movie, but it should be. The <laughs> sequel should be. <laughs> um. I'm saying we go in. If it's Hallmark, we pitch seventies. Yeah, if it's lifetime, we pitch right. yeah. aughts do we go in with you know it's three. We're
1: gonna be self aware. Cheesy at shape. times. Uh get together fast. Racist or not. Depending
0: on Well, which well no- the movie is gonna be called Opa Christmas style, so we'll-
2: <laughs> <laughs> Hallmark's not gonna get that. Hallmark's gonna be called, I don't know. L- uh, Last Christmas. What's a seventies movie? Star
1: Wars? <laughs> uh Star Wars Christmas. Christmas Taxi. Sorcerer. <laughs> <laughs> uh hang on i want to do like a complete spoof of a lifetime film that, like i'm talking about how oh are they yeah like, on like, a guy
0: or a um rachel drach have a it's a, a lifetime christmas movie spoof coming out or already out
1: nice
2: they did that with uh the the, the kfc thing last year too the kfc with mario lopez
1: Oh yeah yeah
2: yeah! Hallmark, like Hallmark or a Lifetime, made a fake Christmas movie about Colonel Sanders.
1: Oh, Beautiful. that's right.
2: This sounds like I looked. at typed in '70s movies. Uh, here's what Google says came out in the '70s: uh, "Lord of the Rings," "House," "Carrie," and "Up in Smoke." So we got those to pick
0: from to parody yeah. for the, for the Hallmark channel. Right, it's already in the title. Instead of Carrie, we get Mary, M-E-R-R-Y. We bring in Lord of the Rings um I'm cranberry sauce at prom working with christmas <laughs> we got it we're, we're cooking with gas now it's it's, um, it's not a ring it's a yule log and they have to deliver it to uh their grandmother who lives over the river and through the woods
2: give these boys their two thousand dollars all right <laughs> um <laughs> let's wrap this up um, like a present for joining us like nah. a oh, yakuza like a present um Thank you for joining us for episode 183. Hope you have a happy holidays and a safe and wonderful new year. I don't care. I'm going to see you before then.
0: <laughs> yeah, you'll uh, hear from us again. That's a threat.
2: That's where that's, you're going to hear from us. If you want, if you turn this episode off and never play it again, you'll still hear from you'll us get, before New you'll Year's.
1: You'll get a mouthful.
2: Yeah, I'm going to come down your chimney. Um,
1: <laughs> Yuck!
2: <laughs> I'm F. Merry Christmas. <laughs> you can find me at Will from Online. <laughs> Sean's broke.
0: <laughs>
2: I'm the lowest of the low.
0: Sean can't talk. It's
1: okay, we'll wait.
0: I'm sorry. Styler's <laughs> just very <Spirica. where's> the- good. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, uh, <laughs> uh this is
0: uh sean rescue barry gentleman signing out of his 20s
1: um <laughs> <laughs> signing out of his life
2: mrs <laughs> obama it's been an honor <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: you can find me on twitter oh fuck i said i would leave twitter what by the time i turned 30 but i don't know how long that's if that's gonna last um but you can find me on twitter at that sean M. Barry everywhere else. Uh, <laughs> Please don't at me in your mentions about Will saying come down your ch-
2: <laughs> I'm going to. <laughs> Nothing you can do to stop it.
0: <laughs> Sam
2: does it every year.
0: It was it was
1: really just Tyler's just very aggressive. Yuck. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm Mel Melakaliki Tyler. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> You can find me <laughs> online at Tyler for Radish. Find the podcast online at Radish Pod. Uh join the Discord, indiesaurus.com slash Discord. Um uh, just want to wrap this up here with a nice Christmas like theme. A gift. <laughs> like a gift. With a bow. <laughs> like a fucking gift. Uh Tyler's um Tournament of Champions. <laughs> I want to do the
0: <laughs>
1: the lumberjack from um Rudolph the Red nosed Reindeer.
2: You got Cornelius.
1: Yep. Versus a common australopithecus. Is that like a, a bone doctor? <laughs> <laughs> australopithecus. It's a... One of the original uh, humans.
2: Oh, like a missing link. <laughs> yeah. Yukon kind of Cornelius has a pickaxe.
0: <laughs> <That's true. laughs> yeah, but he do he that. He <laughs> fought the bumble and won. <laughs> he do that whole fucking like, oh. Uh, reaction and the Australopithecus would just get one good swipe at him. Man's dead. The Australopithecus doesn't have object permanence. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need object permanence can, when he's right in front of you and attacking you. You
2: You're scared to fall confused. for the two card Monty? Like it's not. <laughs> it's not what a uh, 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 uh,
0: uh,
2: self employed gold miner, <laughs> basically. Basically, uh, what's his face from a uh, Buster Scruggs? Oh yeah, uh, Tom Waits. Tom Waits. Tom Waits' character from Buster Scruggs. Tom Waits. At his current age versus versus an Australopithecus. Early human (laughs) versus early man. (laughs) How tall is this gentleman?
0: (laughs) Average Australopithecus.
2: (laughs) How? Okay, Yukon Cornelius height.
0: Yukon Cornelius feet.
1: Let's just stop. (laughs) just cut it.
0: (laughs) He's six feet tall.
2: Australopithecus. It's it's Yukon by a mile.
1: Okay. (laughs) That's fine.
0: I'll I'll enter Yukon Cornelius into this. Uh, Just beat with a pickaxe. Bye, guys. Bye, everyone. Merry Christmas. Christmas. Happy holidays. Deep
1: karate. Imagine him just hitting a K-Man with a pickaxe.
2: <laughs> Rankin <laughs> Bastard do not want you to see this.
1: Just like all like, the characters like, we needed that
0: for this episodio. And he's like, oh.
2: <laughs> Put it through the skull.
0: <laughs> Silver. That was the missing lip you caught. Oh, no. <laughs> Island of... <laughs> the We have no bananas, we have no bananas today.